critical elections in Nigeria. The security forces are currently overstretched, having to deal with so many security challenges at once. Coming up, the challenges around the vote, the potential flashpoints and the action needed to keep people and operations in the country safe. You should minimize movement due to increased uh, risk of unrest. Whoever it is that wins, you should definitely expect a, a little bit of unrest. Nigeria's Election, a new podcast from International SOS. Hello, I'm Paul Osborne. It is Africa's most populous state with more than 200 million citizens and it is no stranger to political volatility and violence. But as Nigeria prepares to choose a new president, the country faces significant challenges to its security and its economy. At a bank in Nigeria's capital, tempers are flaring. Some have been forced to wait for hours to withdraw very little money. I cannot withdraw more than 1,000 naira. Only 1,000 naira note they can give me. That's less than three US dollars. With a presidential and parliamentary election later this month, the economy, dogged by surging inflation, widespread unemployment and acute shortages of foreign currency, is adding to voter frustration. Reporting from Reuters, as Mohamedou Buhari nears the end of his second term in office and the race to succeed him is wider than ever before. These elections are a big test of Nigeria's institutions and democratic process. And that's why a team from International SOS has been paying close attention throughout the campaign. So as the month-long election period arrives, to get the latest intelligence and advice, I've been speaking to Kina Kataria, lead security analyst for West and Central Africa, and to security specialist Olajide Olasende. They started by explaining the background to the elections and the names to watch out for. As President Buhari will be stepping down, uh, the ruling All Progressives Congress, the APC, has chosen Bola Tinubu, a former governor of Lagos State, as its candidate. And his main rival will be Atiku Abubakar of the Opposition People's Democratic Party, or the PDP. So Atiku was the country's vice president between 1999 and 2007. So both uh, Tinubu and Atiku are very much veterans of Nigerian politics. However, what is unique about this election is that we're also seeing that candidates representing smaller parties have become increasingly popular over the past year, notably Peter Obi of the Labour Party, but also Rabiu Kwanquazo of the New Nigerian People's Party. So instead of the elections being a two-horse race, there are now four serious contenders. Having so many candidates in the mix will change some of the traditional voting patterns in the country. And while Obi and Kwankwazo are unlikely to win the election, their participation is still significant because it could reduce the overall number of votes gained by the traditional parties in the first round of voting. And if no clear winner emerges, we may actually see an unprecedented runoff, which would also increase some of the uncertainties surrounding the elections. Well, tell us about some of the security challenges there are going into this election period and and the sort of impact they're likely to have? Yeah, so of course we have the long-running jihadist insurgency across the country's northeast. 
But there are also other key challenges um, that includes the fight against armed bandits um, in the Northwest, but also an armed separatist campaign by supporters of the indigenous people of Biafra or IPOB in the Southeast. Insecurity might actually disrupt the vote in some parts of the country. We've already seen that it's been difficult for election officials to deploy, to carry out voter registration and to distribute voting material in some of the worst affected areas. Secondly, the security forces are currently overstretched, having to deal with so many security challenges at once. So the authorities will really need to make decisions about where to increase security ahead of the elections. They won't be able to do this throughout the whole country. Well, let me turn to Olajide now, Arame. The election period is very lengthy. It lasts almost a month from start to finish. Are there specific flashpoint dates during that time that people should be especially wary of? Yeah, definitely. Uh, we we have some key dates to look out for. And uh, one of them would be, obviously, the polling day. And that is on the 25th of February. Well, we should expect, uh, you know, to see localized violence, uh, particularly around the polling stations. But then we expect that the authorities are likely to put some movement uh, restriction in place, uh, such as uh, closure of uh, land borders, as well as a ban on uh, vehicular traffic. Another thing to also look out for, another date is uh, will be the announcement of the results around this date. We should expect a peak of unrest around these dates. Now, we heard a moment ago about the slightly different shape of this election with more candidates running and the possibility that no one could emerge as a clear winner and the potential for a runoff election that presumably could be a trigger for further unrest yeah definitely uh that will raise uh, the stakes for this for the candidates and a runoff would need to be held between the two best performing candidates within 21 days this will be very challenging in terms of unrest. Uh, it depends on what the losing candidate chooses to do, uh, because, of course, uh, they have the option to allege fraud, which could give rise to larger uh, scale protests. So this will definitely require close monitoring. Yeah, I think something that's important to keep in mind is that people in Nigeria tend to vote along ethnic and religious lines. So that means that the hotspots for unrest will very much depend on who ends up winning the elections. So Tanubu has a slight overall advantage given the APC incumbency. And if he wins, we're most likely going to see protests and unrest in PDP strongholds in the Niger Delta region, as well as in the southeast, where Peter Obi has a high level of support. If Atiku emerges as the winner, then the flashpoint for unrest will be Lagos State, which is very much considered to be Tanubu State, but also some of the APC strongholds across the northwest. But also beyond the outcome of the election, throughout the election period, it will also be key to monitor for any inflammatory remarks or ethno-religious discourse by key political actors, because that could also give rise to communal violence. So this will most likely play out in mixed communities across central Nigeria. And in that context, Plateau and Taraba states are the key ones to watch out for because they already have underlying ethnic tensions. Well, let's move on to the latest advice then as we go into this election period. Olajida, what should people be doing to stay safe over this voting period? Okay, we advise the managers, especially with those uh, that have operations in Nigeria, to conduct an assessment of essential as well as uh, non-essential staff. Given the high risk of unrest, we advise that uh, 
foreign nationals define non-essential travel to Nigeria until the 28th of March. Additionally, uh, we advise managers to conduct an assessment to determine whether non-essential foreign nationals should depart the country during this core election period. Uh, another thing to do is to update uh, business continuity and uh, escalation plans to account for potential disruption to business operations uh, from the elections. They should definitely have uh, clear tr triggers to assess the impact of the elections on the security environment. Where feasible, we consider implementing work from home arrangement for their workforce, especially in areas like Lagos, uh, uh, River State and even in Abuja. And finally, we also advise people, you know, just keep abreast of local developments. And that is where International SOS comes in uh, because we can ensure quick and effective dissemination of accurate and time-sensitive information to you. What about the election days themselves? Are there then additional things to be aware of? Uh, yes, other than the 25th and 11th of March, which is uh, the presidential and gubernatorial elections, foreign nationals should avoid the police station. That's due to the risk of unrest. Maintain heightened vigilance at voting stations. This is where you have highest risk of unrest. Leave an area at the first sign of unrest. You should also plan for a potential ban on vehicles. It's a norm on presidential election days in Nigeria. And uh, in the weeks before the announcement of the election, just prepare to stand fast. Uh, that's uh, depending on the, the results of the election. Prepare stand fast arrangements for up to seven days in the event of uh, unrest. And uh, this should include making sure that you have a secure accommodation, reliable communication and uh, emergency supplies such as water, food, medicine and backup fuel. Following the announcement of the results, you should minimize movement due to increased uh, risk of unrest. Whoever it is that wins, you should definitely expect a, a little bit of unrest. Just lastly, I wanted to ask both of you about the support that is available for people who have in-country operations during this election period. Our team uh, conducted a recent country assessment trip to Nigeria that was in November. And uh, we assessed uh, several secure accommodation and uh, accredited uh, security providers that operate across the country just to be able to support our clients. We are focused on ensuring that organizations can maintain business operation even while maintaining the safety and security of their workforce. One of the key ways that we can assist clients is by driving verified intelligence that can feed into their own decision-making processes. So we leverage our on-the-ground resources, but also our own analytical teams and our data gathering tools. And we push uh, this content through multi-channel methods to our client managers and employees. So this is a 24-7 capability. And our teams have in place clear direction and guidance approaches to ensure accuracy, veracity, and timeliness of the information that we put out. So we're putting together a lot of content to support our clients with essential operations in country during this period, to include weekly election alerts that summarize some of the key trends and hotspots for unrest. We're also putting out real-time incident notification alerts if we are seeing reports of ongoing or serious unrest so that clients are aware of what is happening and what actions they need to take to stay safe. Kina Kataria, lead security analyst for West and Central Africa at International SOS and security specialist Olajide Olasende. Well, as both were explaining, you'll be able to access the latest information and updates throughout the election period from our website, internationalsos.com. And from there, you can find out about our global network of assistance centres, available to clients 24-7.
Bart, until next time, thanks very much for listening and goodbye.